everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of PRI Talk. I am, of course, Jason Bibbler. Um, this week, we've got another episode of Why We Love Volleyball. Um, and this week, I'm talking with Kim Maroon. Uh, she was a Division One athlete, uh, Division One coach, and then spent some time overseas experiencing volleyball over there. Um, and so we talk about all that stuff and, uh, you know, why she loves volleyball. So sit back and listen. And thanks again for tuning in. Well, Kim, thanks for, for being on. I really appreciate it. Um, excited to, to chat some volleyball with you. Um, for, for some of the people that don't know who you are, um, can you give them like a quick little you summary um, kind of your background and history in volleyball and then and then we'll we'll just get after it yeah totally um super pumped to be on here it seems like fun to be you know just chat volleyball because especially Always. with COVID yeah with COVID you don't get to do these things in person anymore so oh my gosh yeah, yeah for sure um but yeah no so I was grew up in Virginia Beach and played club um actually as a freshman so I started what people would would say would be late but um, fell in love with the sport and then um, was recruited and by a couple colleges, obviously not very, not very many, and went to Villanova and then played for four years there. Um, coached a little bit of club while I was playing still. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of got my feet into coaching a little bit. but And then um, just like loved the sport so much. It's an easy sport to fall in love with. And then decided, you know, probably middle of my senior year that I wanted to do it as like a career. Um, and trying to figure out how to do that. So then went into college coaching. Um, and I've been doing that literally since I graduated. And so, um, then, you know, met my boyfriend through volleyball, which I swore I would never do, uh, date someone (laughs) in the sport. (laughs) That makes makes life way more difficult, but, um, it's been amazing. So he kind of, he kind of changed my mind on that whole thing, but, um, met him and he's more in the, he's more in the pro national team situation. So we were doing long distance. So, yeah. Um, after about two years of that, decided to get out of full-time coaching so I could be with him more often and moved overseas. But then I got this whole new uh, window open to me and or door open to me to international volleyball and new cultures and all that kind of stuff. So my like evolution of volleyball and while I'm, while I'm still in it is, has changed drastically over time. So um, yeah. that's kind of what we're doing now. And I, I still am totally tied to the college game too, because that's you know, eventually where I, I think I want to end up back is with the college game. Um, okay. But it's been cool. It's been cool to see overseas and professional and that kind of stuff. Cause it is very different than what I was exposed to here. Yeah. We'll, we'll start at the beginning. You said, you said you fell in love with the sport. Talk about why you fell in love with it to begin with. And then, you know, we can kind of talk about some of that growth and change over, over the years. Yeah, totally. So I, um, I mean, I grew up playing every sport under the sun. I have three brothers, <laughs> like, and th- I mean, four kids. My parents were like, especially during the summertime, you know what it's like, no oh, yeah. time to yourselves. Like, okay, you're going to yeah. go to every single camp ever out there. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, I went to golf camp. I went to basketball camp. I went to field hockey. I mean, I literally did everything. So, um, I just, but, but I've mostly played soccer, basketball. Um, and that was it. Like once I got serious about my sports, um, mm. And so then I had actually switched schools. I went from a, a private school in the area to a public school for high school. And the easiest way I knew to make friends is I didn't know anybody at the public school was, was to play sports. Play sports, so sure. I, Yeah, I mean, it was just like an easy connection. My brother was actually older at the school too. Um, and he, was, he played volleyball and tennis. 
Um, and so he was like, Hey, I got a couple girls on the team that, you know, are older than you, but they're volleyball players. So why don't you just go hang out with them? So I tried out for the team and I was like really bad. Like I didn't even know there was position. I didn't know there was positions. I didn't know you rotated. Like it was or which it which was way bad. to rotate, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like people were just like, here, we'll tell you what to do. <laughs> um, and so I tried out and I made the team, but the in Virginia Beach, um, I think it's actually still this way. There's no JV in varsity, there's just varsity. So okay. you've got four, you know, freshman, sophomore, junior, seniors who all have to go play on varsity. Um, wow. So even if you make the team, the, the roster is like 25 girls and there's one yeah. coach. So, I mean, you just basically the freshmen and the sophomores like don't even practice. You just yeah. like and they don't want to cut. They, they were cutting the freshmen and sophomores originally, but then they were realizing those kids don't come back. once They, they don't come cut. back. Yeah. Right. So Makes instead sense. of cutting them, it was just like keep them on the team and just have them do like some stuff. You know, you get to do some drills and stuff at the beginning. But then once it gets to six on six, you basically just stand around and cheer and whatever. Cheer and shag balls. So, yeah. Yeah, so that's that I, I made the team, but I was like one of those people who just kind of sit around. And then one of my my brother's friends actually, she was a junior on the team and I was a freshman. She was trying out for a club team. And she was trying out for a 17s club team, but she was nervous because she had never played club. And you know, at 17s, typically the girls have been playing for a long time. Sure. And so she just said, Hey, do you want to come to the trial with me? Like you've never played club and I've never played club. Let's just like go to the tryout. I was like, okay. You know, and sure. so I, I went to the tryout and <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know why this coach <laughs> chose me to be on the team. I mean, <laughs> like she's athletic. We'll figure something out. And like, I was definitely that project kid, you know, when yeah, you take a project yeah. kid. Um, and so I made the team on the 17th team and I was 14. And did your, did your friend make the team too? She did. She didn't, which was, I was like, even worse. Felt terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She didn't. And but it was no, no longer friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, honestly, I, I've gone back to those people and thanked both, like both the coach and my friend that had me go. Cause like my yeah. life has drastically changed now from that one yeah. like moment, For you sure. know? And so I, I made that team and I, I honestly didn't play very much on that team either, but I got to practice a lot, you know, cause there's mm. way less numbers in the gym and, um, so yeah, my club years when I played on a 17s team and then I played in my age group at 16s and then I played 18s for two years. Okay. Um, so yeah, I was kind of all over the map, but, but yeah, I mean, I played basketball and I was really good and I thought I was going to go do that in college. And then I played volleyball and I just became obsessed. And I think part of it was I was late to the game, so I needed to improve, but I was around all these people who were much better than me. And I just felt like this this need to get better at it. And I was, you know, I'd already been good at basketball for a while. And I think my drive to be better wasn't as, wasn't as big on that side in basketball as it was in volleyball. Yeah. And so I just became obsessed, like trying to figure out the game, how to get better at the game. And then it, I mean, the, the reason I also love volleyball, it's a little different. It's like this, it's like this beautiful mental game, like a cat and mouse within each position. Like, mm -hmm setters are trying to play cat and mouse with middle blockers on the other side and attackers are playing cat and mouse with defenders, floor defenders and yeah. you know servers versus passers and there's just like these little like mental things that are happening all the time i just think it's so fun like an attacker might beat me once as a floor defender and i'm like okay so she's got this and this and now i'm gonna get you know and it's just this I'm constant get it back and yeah. forth yeah and so i just <clears throat> i loved that and i thought it was so cool um but then you're also out there with your teammates who are they're playing their own little cat and mouse with their, you know, other position. And, but you get to be with people on the court and that kind of thing. So it just, um, I was just obsessed, like from, from when I first started playing, but I wasn't very good. That was the, the funny part, but yeah, 
so yeah so that's, so that's, that's, that's okay. kind of how it all that, started I mean that that competitive drive from the beginning of when you do something you know so many people when they start something new they're very timid and scared and and don't just have that drive to compete and and obviously yeah. that I mean that was something that you had and it made you know gave you the opportunity to play in college because you had that drive so that's that's very yeah. cool yeah so and, and and I knew I wanted to play a sport in college I you know was pretty clear on that from a younger age I just didn't mm-hmm. know what sport that was going to be yeah. um and so I really didn't decide that I wanted it to be volleyball until after my sophomore year because and this was not that rare at that time you know people weren't being recruited like freshman sophomore year event <laughs> it, was, so, like, it wasn't it wasn't that long ago right no, I know I mean it wasn't but it's <laughs> you know how things have ramped up recently oh like it's been, yeah. yeah so it it wasn't that crazy to commit in like your junior or your senior year then so me deciding at the end of my sophomore year that I I was like okay I want to do this how do I wasn't, go about it wasn't a big this? deal yeah wasn't that it wasn't like I was way behind sure you know, so, um, I was lucky in that regard. Cause honestly, I, again, like didn't even make the decision that I wanted to play until my, then. So. My wife and I talk about like how things have changed. Cause my wife played division one volleyball, um, yeah. at Marshall, uh, before she came back home to Colorado and it was an all American at Carl college. But, um, you know, she talks about like, you know, you know, we were sending VHS tapes and, <laughs> yep. and she went, she went on her official visit to Marshall by herself. Like that's oh, wow. how, and and you, I mean I can I can count on one hand and probably one finger the amount of athletes that I had in my ten years coaching college that came on a visit by themselves right yeah, um, yeah. it just doesn't happen anymore so yeah there's there's a lot about this side you know talking about the timing recruiting and stuff like that but there's a lot on this side that has changed for sure so. for sure yeah so I mean I even think if I my situation happens you know now. I'd be like, Oh, I want to play end of my sophomore year. People would be like, well, you're a little late. You're a little late. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, but it, I mean, those things might've worked out anyway. Right. Depending sure. on how good you are. It, people get recruited. If you're good enough, you'll get recruited. So. Yeah. And, yeah. and the school you want to go to and all that. So. Yeah. Okay. Totally. totally. Well, what's, what's kind of, you know, post-college into coaching and, and international stuff, like what's kind of changed your, your, why you love the game. Obviously you're, you're, maybe mildly still obsessed with it, but yeah. uh, maybe not to the extent that you were in high school, but like what, what has kind of changed and kind of how has maybe your love of the game grown as you've experienced the different, um, you know, the different way volleyball is played, especially overseas. Yeah. yeah. I think, I mean, that's as a coach, that's kind of changed like two or three times for me of, of why I love volleyball. When I first started coaching um, college right, right away after my, my senior year, um, I had had such an amazing college experience. Like it was so awesome. I mean, I met yeah. my best friends, lifelong friends. My coaches were amazing. Like the school I went to was awesome. The athletic department was great. Like there, I mean, I, I look back and like, honestly, the worst part was like, we were just okay at volleyball. Like, like, yeah. you know what I mean? like, <laughs> like we never went to an NCAA tournament. You, like, you never, like, you know, we were fighting in the big East, but we were middle of the pack in the big East. Like the, the worst yeah. part about it was like, we never like, succeeded at the highest level yeah Yeah, like we we won a lot but we we didn't do anything unbelievable you know what I mean but but everything else around that was so awesome so I would Mm -hmm. go back and repeat my four years a million times if I could yeah um and I wouldn't change anything about it which is I don't think a lot of people can say that so when I got into college coaching I just wanted to create as many of those scenarios for as many kids as I could like, it was just this, how do I, I mean, part of it was my coaches, not just my head coach, my assistants I had. Um, and at Villanova at the time, 
our assistants were part-time. So I had seven different assistant coaches while I was there. Yeah. And so, and I I mean, rightfully so, if they could get a better, you know, full-time job, I totally understood it. So, but, but I was able to be in contact with so many great coaches and they were all great for different reasons. Like not, none of them were the same. Um, So it was just, I was like, wow, this is so cool. I want to go do this and provide the same experience for other kids. Like that's, you know, it, it was great. So that was kind of like my, how it changed. It was less about volleyball and more about the experience um, that I could create. But then once I got into coaching, it, it got back to volleyball because you see as a coach, you see volleyball, the game, the sport way different than you do as an athlete. Um, sure. So then yeah. it got it like it was a new fascination with how to teach this game to someone else, because before as a player it was all how do I learn this game and how do I be the best? And mm-hmm. now it's like a totally different way to look at it. So again, it was kind of this involvement of like, <clears throat> I want to create this experience through volleyball. Um, but then at the same time, I want to be a great teacher of the game. And that was new as a coach and it was as a player. So that's kind of how it evolved at first. And then um, I also like love like building something bigger than me. So like yeah. even at Villanova, I mean, I was part of Josh's first recruiting class there. He was like, we're not very good right now, but our goal is if we, you know, recruit the right kids, we can be good. And we were much mm-hmm. better my, by my junior, senior year than, than when we got there. And I thought that's cool. I made a difference. Things have changed. Even since yeah. I graduated, they've gone to the NCAA tournament. They've done some things that, you know, they hadn't done in a really, really long time. So you sure. feel part of that, like, building process. And it's, it was the same thing in, in my coaching situations. I was at AM Corpus Christi, Texas AM Corpus Christi. They hadn't been to an NCAA tournament, hadn't done all these things. Um, and then I was there for two years. And the year after I left, they ended up being undefeated in conference going to the NCAA tournament. <laughs> so I didn't get <laughs> yeah. to necessarily be a part of that, but I felt part of the building process. Sure. sure. Um, and the same thing at Florida Gulf Coast after I left AM Corpus. So it was, it's cool to be a part of building something um, yeah. and helping that progression. Because again, you feel, you feel like a small piece in this bigger thing. And I, I think that's cool too. So so yeah, it's it's changed since I was a player of why I love the sport, but there's so many different reasons why um, why I love it. I guess now. Yeah. What um what one of my favorite things about um, uh, camp every year was we would have our girls co- like we would put put the the campers into little teams and have like a little mini tournament kind of thing. Yeah. Last kind of day and a half, and our our players would coach those teams and. Um, I, they would like every year, at least one of them would say something to the effect of, why don't, why don't they just do what I'm asking them to do or telling them to do? I'm like, crazy, crazy, right? Like crazy idea for for them to do exactly what you want them to do. Gosh, if only there was another, someone else who experienced that on a regular basis. Yeah, Um, exactly. But yeah, you, you definitely look at the game you know, differently as a, as a, as a coach, um, than as a player, um, for sure. I think, I think coaching club while I was a player helped drastically me as a player, because Mm. I start in the same way that you're saying, like, as a player, I'm going, why doesn't she just do that? And then I go watch a video of myself, you know, on a Thursday and I'm like, why don't I just do that? Why don't I just do that? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So you do, it did allow me to kind of take this step back and look at it from a different way. Um, so that was kind of cool. I, I liked that a lot and I think it made me a better player. Um, but, but I did it on like 
coaching camp is perfect, but coaching camp is such a short amount of time. I mean, it's not a, yeah. yeah, Whereas club was a a longer, you know, six, you know, six month thing or six. Yeah. Kind of almost six months, I guess. Right. Yeah. So you got way more reps. Yeah. Seven months. So you get way more reps at, you know, seeing it from that perspective um, when you do that. And I think that drastically helped me as a player, but yeah. Yeah. What, um, uh, talk a little bit about uh, some of the international stuff that you've been involved in and been around and, and how maybe the, the international game looks a little bit different for, for better or worse and how that's changed your perspective a little bit on the, on the game. Yeah. So um, I've just, I mean, I was so like, it, it was crazy. I started dating Jamie and um, I had no idea that world, like none no insight I, whatsoever I, 99% of the people in volleyball right now don't know that world yeah. over there so, so I had no no clue even his club he told me he was coaching in Istanbul at the time um for Vakasbank and he's telling me and I'm like cool that sounds that sounds awesome is the Turkish league good he's like we're like one of the best teams in the world and I'm like oh okay cool like oh. <laughs> no no clue no right? idea yeah. yeah yeah and so he um actually one of the first times I'd gone over there he was like, "Hey, we're we're playing in um, club uh, world champion club world championships," and I'm like, "Oh, cool." He's like, "Yeah, so it's it's the final four. It's the the four best teams in the world, all, and and we're going to be playing in Italy if you want to come." And I was like, uh, "Yeah, absolutely. I like, could, why wouldn't I? I could go to Italy. I, yeah. yeah, exactly." Yeah. And so he was like, "I mean, I'll be really busy, so I won't get to see you all that much. So you have to be." And I had never been out of the country at that time. Um, like I had been with with the exception of like Dominican Republic, like with my family, you know, for when I was much, much younger or something like that, but I'd never been to Europe. I never. And so I was like, yeah, I I think I could do that. And so I flew over and like hung out with them for a bit, watched practice, um, which was cool to see, you know, a practice in Istanbul. And then we flew to Italy, um, watched all the teams practice there. But then in the off time from that, I just, I rented my own car and drove around and did, it was, it was awesome. But I think the biggest thing that's different one I mean the level's obviously much higher so it's crazy to see um how strong athletic how hard these girls can hit the ball I mean it, it's yeah. crazy um so that was cool and just the speed at which the game is played because obviously if from a when you go from high school to club like high school to clubs even faster right club yeah. to college is even faster um yeah. and college was kind of where it ended for me you know sure. and then I started coaching in college and whether depending on the level you're at that gets faster slower more physical less physical doesn't you know it changes based on where you are but all of a sudden I went over there and I'm like this is a whole other level I didn't even know existed right right I mean the only time I really watched professional volleyball in the states was the Olympics because there's no pro stuff here it's it's much tougher to see our national team goes and plays but they play in China or they play in Russia you know like they're all over the place and it's much more difficult to watch them and, and whenever you're watching something on TV, you don't grasp how fast or Definitely. how big or how yep. physical the, the sure. things are. Yeah, for sure. So. so that was kind of like, whoa, this is this is a whole other level. Um, and then, but the only other the downside to that is, um, I mean, it's great. There's professional volleyball. People can play and be paid overseas and do all those things. But it it takes out that element of wanting as a coach wanting to create this great experience because mm. it's a job. I mean, it is a yeah. job. You know what I mean? And you're being paid money to do your job. You don't do your job, then you don't get another contract. Um, And even as a coach, even coaches are looking at that. And I like, even as a college coach, of course, if you don't win, there's a chance that you could be fired and those kinds of things. But as a professional coach, that 
that limit is like you lose three matches you could be fired sure so you're there's a lot less of like caring about the kids don't get me wrong they still care about them but but there's a lot less of that because my career's at risk and also the players are going my career's at risk right so there's that dynamic is way different um it's a little bit more cutthroat but they're also the it's great volleyball and and the fact that they get to play volleyball as their career is so cool to me um now it's like the international stuff is different. Those um, national team professional. So national team, I always, whenever I explain this to people and even people in the volleyball world, I don't think totally get it. Like you can play for your national team. Obviously that you have to be a citizen of that country to play for your national team, but that's kind of like your high school, like you're zoned, right? Like for your high school team, you don't necessarily get to choose that. You just get whoever's there. Um, So Jamie coached for the Dutch national team. And you can only choose from Dutch people. And that, that population is way smaller. It's like the same size as I think, uh, Tennessee so okay. the population so it's basically he was choosing like the Tennessee national team you know in, in Holland <laughs> um, yeah. but then so that season lasts about five to six months and then those girls go get professional contracts and that's like playing for club you can play for any club yeah. that you want to play for right Getting so paid, they, making money yeah. yeah yeah and so they they go play in Turkey or China or uh, Germany or Italy or Poland they can go play anywhere they want Um, but, but those girls are playing year round and a lot Mm -hmm. of the girls on the national team in Holland, especially because it's such a small country, they make their national team at like 16. Yeah. So you're talking about playing year round volleyball, 12 months, and you're talking about double practices a day a lot. So it's not since they're 16 and then they'll play until they're 30. Sure. And so when they can, yeah. If they can. Yeah, of course. And if they're still good enough and all those things, but that's, I mean, when you, when we talk in college about how, you know, how tired we are and from our three month season, (laughs) our three month season and maybe two weeks of double days. And I went over there and I looked at this and I was like, Oh my goodness, this is no joke. And so when, when they would be like, you know, I just, I thank goodness Jamie gave us a week off before we, after we came back from our club seasons, like a week off that's like that's like nothing it's not but, any they, time. but they're like yeah. yeah but they're so thankful for seven days of no volleyball yeah because that's that's yeah. their world and so that i i just didn't realize that that exists obviously because i only knew our system um sure so that was that was kind of eye-opening um but they it, it, what's cool is they still love the sport like they still yeah. love what they do they get bogged down by it. Sure. They get tired. They get, you know, all those things happen because of the amount they're asked to play. <laughs> but when you see them compete, when you see them, even at practice, when you, they do love what they do, um, which is so cool, you know, to have a job that you love. And it's the same as coaching. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't think about the time I spend or the money I make or anything. I love what I do. So it's a, you know, it, it's great. So that's the things I learned the most. I mean, I could go probably even more into that, but I learned obviously <laughs> different cultures. I traveled a lot. I learned, you know, it was really tough to go to the grocery store in Turkey. Like there's so many things I, I'm sure. I yeah, that was, that you was entertaining learn. and stories along the way. But, but yeah, from a volleyball standpoint, I think that's the most, the, the most different thing. Yeah. To your, to your point about kind of the, the shift in, in, you know, our American college volleyball culture, because that's really what, what a lot of it's built around here mm-hmm. to playing 
professionally oversee. And I can't remember who was telling me this story. And so I apologize, but I think it was, she was telling me about her when she first started playing professionally overseas, like the, the shift of these, like you're talking about these athletes that are professional athletes going, no, I'm not going to chase that ball down in the middle of practice because a, I might hurt myself. I don't want to stress myself out because it's just practice and I have to practice for three more hours. And, and, and that, like just that, that mental shift of like in practice, I'm not going to go chase that ball down because it like, this is my job. Um, where in, in college and in club and high school, like you go chase that ball down cause you're trying to yeah. score a point. And like, and, and as a coach too, like you're coaching that mentality. And then, like you said, in, in your position, the, the mentality that you're coaching there overseas is different. And so you're not, you're not going to be upset with the player for not chasing down a ball when maybe they could because it's practice. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a different, uh, definitely, definitely a different mentality for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think um, the only thing I will say, or at least from the coaches I watch now, so there was two different time, times. I watched Jamie coach a lot, obviously, because I was in his gym every day with his team, um, yeah. mostly just picking up balls, but it was cool. I got to be at practice <laughs> every day and um, watch how they were training, that kind of stuff. But then also in the off season from the national team, we would spend time, basically his job was in the off season was to fly around and see his players at their clubs. So make sure that they were getting the right care, make sure they were, you know, their, how was their situation set up? Did they have good medical stuff? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. he, um, and that was in, negotiated by like the Dutch Federation. They wanted him, he could have taken a professional job and coached a professional team, but they requested yeah. that those first couple of years that he didn't. Um, and so that's what we did. So it was actually awesome. I got to go to the German league and watch, you know, five different teams train. So I, I'm now getting in the gym and watching a, a coach there, you know, train. Um, same thing in Turkey, same thing in Italy. Um, so yeah. we just, we just ended up in so many gyms watching different coaches. And I, I, I will say the coaches do a good job of organizing for their pro professional teams. Like you'll practice twice a day, but the morning will be more of like a rep based type thing. So it's less like mm -hmm. strenuous on your body. Um, sure. and then in the afternoon is more six on six, but I will say in the afternoon, six on six, they get after it. Like it's, it's not oh, a, I'm sure. yeah. So there's, there, I think there's a place in time where we're in a learning phase, you know, we're trying to get a skill down um, and they still yeah. try to make it game-like in the, in the <laughs> early rep stuff. Um, mm -hmm. They try to make it as game-like as possible, but they don't want to like crush your body. Right. It's, it's too hard to do sure. that. Yeah. And then, but then yeah. in the afternoon, I mean, they get after it. So if, if you're not going after a ball, if you're not doing it like that, yeah, you'll definitely hear from someone. So, I mean, I can't, um, I can't imagine being 25, 26, 27 and playing the, the sport still. Cause I, I mean, coaching college, like girls that came in as freshmen, never got hurt, never got injured, never put an ice pack on yeah. like those same girls, by the time they're seniors, they've got an ice pack on every shoulder, both <laughs> hips and both knees. Exactly. And so it's like, it's the, the, the toll that your, your body takes on just yeah. go, through going through the college experience here in the U S yeah. Not to mention turning around and trying to do that professionally overseas is, is huge for sure. And I think, I think this is, um, you know, something that's really interesting because you constantly, I've asked a lot of the older players, whether it was on the Dutch national team, even some of the, the U S national team players that I met over, like who are still playing. I've, you mm -hmm. know, asked them like, how do you still do this? And they're like, my, <laughs> they're like, well, you talked about it. It totally makes sense. when they explain this. They're like, my body is the way I can make money. Like my, my 
So I take care of my body more than the average person would, whether that's prehab, you know, rehab, um, you know, making sure I ice everything, even if they're not hurt, the things that their nutrition, what they put, they are making sure to take care of themselves because they know that if my knee goes out or my shoulder goes out, that I will not be able to, you know, do my job anymore. So the, the way that they tell is on a whole other level than I think I ever even thought about in college, right? Because, because if I get injured in college, I don't, maybe I'm out for a, a couple of weeks or something, but it's not like my opportunity of going to school is taken away. Yes. Right. Like I yeah. still have that. I still have, yeah. I'm still on the team. I still go to school. I still do whatever. Um, <clears throat> but those girls are like, if I get hurt, I lose my contract. I'm I have to mm-hmm. and then the only chance of getting another one is making sure I get myself healthy again and then prove that I am still good enough right yeah. so it's 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 such an interesting take because that's not something I ever thought about so I don't know if I t- did a great job taking care of my body in college maybe I could have prevented some of those you know my knees being hurt and that kind of stuff if I would have thought about it from that perspective so, yeah. so I think um, that's how they kind of improve that longevity. They, they do a really good job taking care of themselves. It's a, it's a yeah, full-time job to take care of yourself. <laughs> like, oh, if you're yeah. really playing at that <laughs> level, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> it, it, so it's interesting, but I think that's kind of how they, they prioritize what they have, you know? Yeah. So. So, so now after, you know, college playing, college coaching, uh, international experience, just being surrounded by that, that world, like still wanting to, and still being, still enjoying being in the volleyball gym world culture, whatever, like what would you say is, is, and you can just give me one thing, if you can give me Mm -hmm. one thing, give me one thing that keeps you like in this in this world culture circle right now of volleyball? I mean, it's definitely the relationships like that keep me and, and relationships that I may have in the future too. Right. So, um, I mean, the amount of people that are in my life only because of volleyball is crazy. Like whether it be my teammates from college, whether it be my friends I've made from recruiting, you know, and other college, college coaches, I mean, my boyfriend, my love life is because of volleyball my but but the friends I made overseas, whether that be other coaches, scouts, um, even like the there was a, so many great people that would come and be practice players in the Dutch gym, you know, like, and yeah. those people are I honestly still keep in touch with all the time, um, and sure. so that and then again like the relationships with that I had with my players when I was a coach. I mean, those things are, I mean, I'm going to their weddings and I'm seeing them have babies and it's like, those are things that just don't go away. And, and so I think that was the, you know, people asked me when I was overseas, like, are you going to coach over there? Um, And I, I, like, I I did a little bit of volunteering for like the youth national team over there, which is really cool um, because one there, it's like the future of the program. Um, But the, Mm -hmm. and the girls were awesome. So it was, it was great to be in the gym, but I didn't create those longer term relationships that I love that, that come from the sport because I was there for such a short time. And so even when I've been coming back to the state, so I, I come back during the college season and I coach, um, I just volunteer because I want to, I miss college. Like I miss college volleyball. (laughs) And so I come back each season and just, you know, one, I try to learn from whatever coaches I can. So I came back and I coached one year at Villanova for Josh 
Um, I came back and coached last year at the University of Pittsburgh for Dan Fisher. Um, learned a ton yeah. there, but and and the, those girls were amazing. But again, it's such a short connection period that I was like, oh. once I got to know them, I'm like, oh, I wish I could stay longer. Like that's what I that's yeah. what I'm missing and um and that kind of stuff. And I was supposed to coach this year um but obviously the season so it, it's been it's been interesting yeah. but I'm like that's the thing missing in my life is those longer term connections whether it be through recruiting I mean some of the girls at FTC <clears> I knew <throat> from when they were 15 years old you know and that yeah. that oh yeah that's like yeah. the best part for me so when people said why don't you stay and coach overseas I'm like you don't you don't get that same connection that you get in so, college recruiting knowing these girls for a long time um on that kind of stuff because your team changes so so drastically over there um if you're coaching professionally so yeah no i I mean i can i can definitely echo all of that like um you know an athlete that that i recruited when she was a freshman in high school um you know she's a a sophomore year she's a sophomore in college right now um and i texted her the other day because she got you know um uh, an award um, from her conference. And so like I screenshotted it and texted it to her and she's like, thank you so much. And, you know, talk, text her, like texted her dad and say, Hey, congrats. Seems like she's doing really well. Like those relationships that you have with people that you've known for a long time are huge. Um, and even, even now, like the, the, the reason that I started doing this was because I reached out to, well, there's several reasons, but one of them was I reached out to a lot of the college coaches that I know and knew um and said hey this is what i'm thinking about doing what do you think and they were like do it you'll be awesome yeah and we need people like you doing this and helping kids on that side and even even now like i i I talk about how i get i get more thank yous more jason we appreciate you um like more that kind of verbiage um from people in the last two and a half years that i've been doing this than i did 10 years of coaching college volleyball yeah um, and, and a lot of that comes from other college coaches yeah, that are absolutely. appreciative of, of the, of the work and help that I'm doing for, for the kid also, you know, helping, helping them, but, but they see the, the, um, you know, the influence and stuff like that. So, so that's, you know, like, like you said, those relationships that you have with people that are going to be encouraging you and, and building you up and have been doing that for some time, like, that's the reason that you know, we stay in this sport. I think that's, I think that's totally spot on. I mean, absolutely. I mean like those, and you're right. When those people are like, yeah, go do that. Encouraging you to do things that you're, you have those people that you call like, Hey, I'm thinking about making this decision. You know, what should I do? I I mean, honestly, getting out of full-time coaching for me was like, I mean, that was life-changing for me. I've always wanted to coach. That was was not an easy decision for me to make. And I mean, I had so many great people that I could reach out to. I mean, my boss at Florida Gulf Coast, Matt, he had coached overseas for a year. And he was like, when are you ever going to get this chance to go somewhere and watch volleyball, the sport you love, in another country? He's like, absolutely go do that. He's like, you'll get get hired when you come back. That's not a problem. He's like, Kim, your your connections in the sport are not going away. Um, and and yeah. thank goodness for him and honestly his wife too, because she had gone over with him when he was in Sweden and both of them were just like, go do this. It'll be, you'll be fine. And, and I cannot imagine my life without going overseas now. I honestly actually think I'm a better coach now too, because of the different types of coaching I saw and the people I got to be around. Um, and I didn't yeah. expect to be a better coach after leaving full-time coaching, right? Like I didn't think that would happen. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's, 
like without that experience, without those people, those connections, those relationships of them telling me to go and experience something, I don't know if I would have done it. Um, and that's what's cool. Like these people that you can reach out to and, and who encourage you to do things that you wouldn't, wouldn't have done. Um, and again, all of those relationships came from volleyball. That's why, that's why the sport is so great. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it definitely makes the, the sport unique in a lot of ways that, that, you know, coaches and, and, you know, athletes that you coach that, that end up coaching or whatever, like are, are willing to help and, and reach out and support, um, you know, you, you probably have more connections than I do to, to bigger and better coaches, but still like, you know, knowing that those, those coaches, like I could call them and ask them a question as a run of the mill, very low mid-major <laughs> division one head coach. Yeah. Like I can call those coaches and they'll be like, Jason, what's your question? How can I help? Yep. Like that's like that, that, that is it, to me, insanely unique in our sport that, that the volleyball community is so tight knit yeah. that we're willing to support each other. Like I can, um, like even, it's insane when you think about it. I mean, our sport is obviously it's growing, yeah. it's, it's growing and there's more people playing it than ever, but it's still small. And you're right. Like I can call anybody, whether I know them well or not, and they want to help. Yeah. Like they want to help. Yeah. And that's not, 100%. that's not typical in other sports. Like that's not happening in basketball. No, it's, not. it's not happening in football. It's not like, not at the rate. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's coaches that can do that and they will help, but it's not happening sure. at the level that it's happening in volleyball, which is so cool for us. Um, And I think the same for like this, I think the same for kids too. So once like kids are done with college, if they're thinking about playing professionally and they're not really quite sure how to go about doing that, reach out to older girls who are playing professionally. They will help you. Like I remember, yeah. I remember um, <clears throat> meeting a couple girls who were trying to get contracts. Um, I was with Jamie and some of them had played for the, like the national team, but not full time. Like they were still in college. So they had done a couple things with the national team and they were having conversations with Jamie about how to like go play. And um, he was like, well, reach out to these three people. And they're like, Oh no, they they're too big time for me. And I'm like, they will help you. Nope. Yeah. There is help. no yeah. too big yeah. time. Like they will, they will help. They want to help because they know what it's like to be in your shoes in the same way a, an older, more veteran coach, big time coach knows what it's like to be in that mid-major early on shoes. Like they get it. And so. I, and, and, ch and chances are those coaches remember watching that athlete play when they were 15. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, that's, that's just, it's how recruiting works. It's how, it's how it all uh, just fits together. Yeah, so yeah. I feel like that that nervousness to like reach out and ask for help because like, oh no, they're too big. To, it's like no, that doesn't happen. And that's what's great about volleyball too. Like that they're willing to help, whether it, it's older yeah. professional player to player getting out of college, or whether it's you know amazing national team coach helping out of college. Like those things happen all over the place. For sure, yeah. for sure, definitely, definitely makes the sport pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks, Kim. I really appreciate it. That was all fantastic. Um, I won't have to edit any of that. It was oh, great. Um, I'm surprised by so. that. I feel like I just like talked to myself. <laughs> so I was like, this is probably way longer than you're No, it's it, No, it's fine. I you know, and, and when I when I had kind of thought about this idea, um, I was like, you know, like normally when I do it myself, they're like twenty, maybe thirty minutes. And I was like, you know, if we go like forty five minutes, because I like and and anybody that I talk to about volleyball and you know this too, you can just sit and talk for hours oh, yeah. about volleyball, yeah. about anything. Yeah. Um, you know, and we very often do that. So no, this is, this is all great. This is perfect. It's good. I think it's good information. 
Um, you know, I, I think it's fun hearing about the, the different perspectives that people have and in, in why they love the sport and why they're still connected to the sport. Yeah. And I think you're, you have a new, unique perspective as someone who's spent a lot of time overseas and really has experienced that culture. I think it's good um, perspective for a lot of people and just, you know, for, for the, like I said, for those of us that love volleyball, we love just talking about volleyball yeah. and listening to other people talk about volleyball. So yeah, no, this was, this was great. So thanks. Thanks a ton for, for being Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. It was, it was cool. Really cool. Hey everyone. Thanks for listening. If you have found this podcast interesting, helpful, or beneficial, or you're just a huge fan of myself, then please think about donating to the PRI Talk podcast. I would love to continue bringing you recruiting advice, as well as information on current volleyball events, and your support can definitely help make that happen. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. If you would like more tips, updates, or recruiting assistance, go to my website, privolleyball.com, check out my blog, or reach out to me directly if you have any other questions. You can also find me on social media, on Facebook and Instagram at Parallel Recruiting Initiative. If you need specific recruiting help, I have a couple different ways I can help you. Please reach out to me on my website or social media. Thanks for listening.